You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday, April 6th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> yep. Do you, do you know oh my where God. they are? Well, I actually, I left, no. I left them at the park. No. Oh, my God. I, have to go. I actually, I never have any idea where any of my children are. <laughs> it could be anywhere. They could be they in could college. Be anywhere on earth. I don't know how old they are. <laughs> they could be know. in college. <laughs> I mean, I they have to be. Well. I hope they think of me often. They can't be any older than the time, than the earliest entry to the first sperm bank you ever went to, right? Uh, I guess they couldn't be older than 35. <laughs> Oh my God. That means you could be a grandfather. I could. So I hope my grandchildren, I hope they're doing okay. I hope, man, wherever I hope they, they, can, wherever I hope they, they may can be. pay for college, wherever they are. Maybe it's one of us is expensive. your uh, child. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That just blew my mind. Are always finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a weird thing. Like, uh, regardless of how safe you were over the years, there's always a chance that someday your doorbell's going to ring and you're going to no. have to be confronted with something crazy. <laughs> well, sure, but I thought you were going to say a child. I feel like the – for example, I would know if I had one. I yeah, think I you would probably know. You would probably know. I think I would know. Come to think of it, I was like, that could really happen. Wait, no, I would no. know. I would know. What if you donated an egg, though? I would say, if you've seen the later seasons of Alan McBeal. What's your egg? Oh, which I sure have. That's like (laughs) a really intense and arduous process. They pay you a lot of money, but it's like months months long. It's months long of like sticking a needle in your leg or something. I don't know. You need an egg guy? I could do do it in a day. Do you have an egg guy? (laughs) (laughs) I got an egg guy. I got an egg guy. I know a great egg guy. Price of eggs these days? You got I an know. egg guy? Let me know. Right on the other side of the river. Great egg guy. Am I right? Um, <laughs> I have a, a, a relative in my family who uh, he is, I'd say, late late 60s, maybe even early 70s. Uh, let's say early 70s. And right around uh, sometime in his mid to late 60s, he got the email uh, with the advent of, uh, you know, uh, 23andMe and all these DNA sites. He got the email that says, uh, our uh, this DNA test, it looks like bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. And uh, sure enough, it, it was his daughter. And she was like uh, 50-something and had a whole life, had a family with children. And, you know, now they're – I think she's like part of the family. I mean, once that happens, kind of like, all right, I guess we're adding an, an extra stop at Christmas. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Do you want to know something crazy? Yep. Mm-hmm. My dad was adopted. And he looked when he was, you know, like in his 20s, looked for his parents. But back then there was no digital records and the files were just gone. Like there was no way to find them. The files probably burned down, you know, like in some fire or something, like just gone. It's like Philomena. 
He was just like, <laughs> he was like, uh, was he you raised know, in a nunnery? No. Uh, continue. But he was just like, I guess I won't know, you know, like whatever. And with the, you know, advent of genetic availability to the mass, I was like, you know, we should do 23andMe. Like, we should just do it for fun, at least to find out our ancestry, because we didn't know what we were. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, I don't really give a shit, but okay. Like, he just did it. He was like, all right. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And probably like a year or two later, I shit you not. <laughs> Look at Skid's face. We found- I'm horrified <laughs> of where this is going. <laughs> I know, me too. No, no, it's a happy ending. We found his biological mother, who same deal, like, had matched with us on 23andMe. It was like, we think this is your grandmother. And I was like, no shit. So he messaged her and he was like, hey, totally understand if this makes you extremely uncomfortable. This is weird. But if you'd like to talk, you know, I'd love to meet you. And it just worked out. It wasn't that weird. They, like, got together. They met. And now they're like in each other's lives and they're friends and I've met her and she's, you know, she's like a sweet old lady. She's like your 70 grandma? something. She's yeah, your my grandma. grandma. My grandma. Wow. And she's super nice. Wild. And it was wild. Like it was wild. But like you Where said, Where was it's like, she? Was she in New York? Uh-uh. Even better. She was in Mexico. She wow. was running wow. from the law? <laughs> yup. No. <laughs> she, she was uh, a bank robber? On the lam? She Did she leave your dad outside of an IHOP and run across the border? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was super cool. But it's crazy because like you said, like this woman has had her entire life. You know, like she has lived her life. My dad has lived his life. Like there's only wow. so much reconciliation you can do, but it's kind of nice and wonderful that there's like, the opportunity in the world nowadays to meet your biological mom. That's or so mind whoever. blowing, though. Like, yeah. was w- did she give him up for adoption? Like, yeah. or was it a do- okay? Yeah, she like gave him up. She was in a situation. Was, she was super he, young. Was he like, hey, what was the deal with that? Like, did I he mean, ask the question? Or did he just avoid that conversation? I think they had like a private conversation about it. I think there were tears involved, and sure. there was a lot. I mean. Who knows what a person is going through when you're 70? Yeah, like, and I don't even know if you would bring it up. It's so, yeah. you know. But uh, but no, like we're friends on Facebook, me and her. And every so often, you know, we're like, Merry Christmas. You know, wow. how are you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Grandma. My grandma. <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> check. That is, is so amazing. That's cool. Wild that it can just happen. You just it match. It is weird. And... All of a sudden to get a grandma. Like, at, <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah, kind of the grandma. worst time, though. I don't get, like, the gifts and all the cool stuff grandparents do. I kind of missed out on that, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Does she like Legacy of the Ancients? Yeah, that's a good question. All yeah. right. I will have to have her listen to this one episode where I talk about her, and I'm sure she would go, that's so nice. <laughs> Has she they left an iTunes review? Mexico, though. They might not. <laughs> they might not. <laughs> <laughs> we have two downloads in Mexico every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's her trying two times because she doesn't know how to work the internet. <laughs> <laughs> The novelist uh, Ian McEwan had an older brother that he didn't know about. His parents, so was, I think it was like a wartime situation. His parents, it's, it, like, same parents, but they had given up his older brother for adoption because they couldn't afford a child when it happened. And then years later, were in more a more financially stable position that had him, and they never told him. And so he, like, met him when he they were both, like, middle-aged. <laughs> At that point, it's like, oh, I've got another brother. I'm 53. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check this out. I, I, there's someone in my family uh, who is like 90-something years old, uh, and uh, his wife and his, his wife's daughter uh, – the wife's daughter basically got way into 23andMe or Ancestry, one of them. So started getting tests for everybody and got tests for her father. And it comes 
<laughs> they find out that and she, she's reading the test. She's not giving him to her father to read. He's ninety something. She wants to read it and tell it back to him. But they find out through multiple tests now because the first one was like, hmm, wait a minute, got another one like. Wait a second. And then the third one to confirm that the man that he thinks has been his father his entire life, who he looked up to and just adored, wasn't his biological father. The mom had had other like relationships and just settled with a different man and never told him that that wasn't his father. And they don't want to tell him because he's 90 something and like, it would just, they're afraid it would shatter his world. Um, yeah. as it would, as it absolutely would. But isn't that crazy? Like they know that the man that he thought his entire life was his father isn't his father. And they, they, they just yeah. don't want to tell him. It is he, his father though. I like, sure, 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 sure. Troy, come on. Stop being so cold. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy too is these are all Simpsons episodes. Like yeah. each one of these things has happened on the Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons are. <laughs> Homer's brother Herb, the Detroit auto magnate, uh, when when Mona Simpson comes into their life, same thing. They even have the same conversation about missing, not getting all the grandparent presents and stuff. They have that same conversation. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. It's a transcendent show. Um, it's very possible that when we finish tonight's episode, it will be uh, an exact replication of a season five Simpsons episode because <laughs> they've done everything. It also, I feel like the the chances are higher with Skid on the show of that happening because he could steer into try it. Try to steer yeah. in that direction for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that, so I was watching today. It's like the episode where they had the the Ben the talk show where it's like they have the bear like interviewing people in the audience. It's like the it's like a Sally Jeff, Jesse Raphael, but it's like a wild bear with a microphone on its on its head. <laughs> It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, You know what's crazy? Uh, In two weeks, there will be no Glass Cannon Live here on Twitch because we will be in Boulder, Colorado. Amazing. Yes. Uh, We'll be in Boulder, Colorado on 420. So stay home and get high because we'll be getting ready for a show the next night, Friday, April 21st at E-Town Hall. Now, at the time of this recording, VIP is completely sold out, and there are only 24 tickets left. I guarantee by the time this episode airs, it could be sold out. There may not be tickets left. So, I'm sorry to get your hopes up. Hold on, you hold had on, hold your on. chance. I really want to nail you down on this one, Troy. You're guaranteeing it could be sold out. I'm guaranteeing that is a very good chance. I can't believe. We, we might have out. to edit this. Nope. You leave it in. I want everyone listening to go check right now and just blast the comments. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. There's 23 what? tickets left now. No, they need to blast the comments. Couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Could, couldn't possibly be sold out. Couldn't be. Well, you know what may not be sold out is the other four shows that we announced. Two in May yes. and two in June. Thursday, May 25th, we are coming back to St. Paul, back to Amsterdam Bar and Hall. And then two days later, we're, later, we're hopping a plane to Asheville, North Carolina at the Gray Eagle on Saturday, May 27th. Flash forward a month, Thursday, June 29th. We're back in Hollywood, baby. Los Angeles, sunny California, back at the Terragram Ballroom where we were last year. And then two days later, we're flying up to the Pacific Northwest to be in Seattle at the Triple Door on Saturday, July 1st. The 2023 tour is on. It's back. Come see us. Come see us. 
Yeah. 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 We're going to have yes. so much fun. I'm very excited. Uh, there's nothing better than being on tour. It, uh, I just love being out there. I love traveling. I love hanging with you guys in person. Yeah. I in love, person is uh, way better. Way better. Backstage. And I'm super excited to return to St. Paul and I'm super excited to go to Asheville for the first time ever. I've always Me heard too. great yeah. things about Asheville. I've never so. been either. I'm yeah. so excited for Asheville. Never been. I'm very Asheville. excited to return to, to St. Paul. Oh, sorry. No, uh, Asheville's awesome. I really hope the tourists are in town as I, as I, <laughs> as I said the other day, the Asheville tourists. Uh, but sorry, Matthew, go, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say I've been very excited to go back to St. Paul because I'm in need of an E string for my guitar. And that uh, green room had a vending machine of, uh, That's of guitar true. strings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. A vending machine that. of guitar strings. Oh, oh, that's like picks and you know, whatever you need. <laughs> Travel to these shows. I mean, the Asheville show where it's I, I say it on uh, on Cannon Fodder a couple of weeks ago. Um, we, we really need you to travel to these shows in these new cities because it allows us to try out new locations. You want us to come to Phoenix and uh, Boise and Kansas City, then we need you to show up in Asheville. Uh, it's the only south, uh, show in the South we're doing this year. So come on, Florida. Come on up. Um, you're allowed. And uh, Atlanta, we're not coming to Dragon Con, so come see us in Asheville. It's good. I'm so excited. In L.A., we're going to be out there for like a week. It's going to be a blast. Um, but speaking of blasts, a fireball is about to explode in your face. But first, how did we get here? Last week, last episode, you had finally mopped the floor with those three denizens of Lang that were standing in the room where you first met the Yellow King. You're here. To find the Yellow King, you traveled back to the abandoned caravanserai to meet with the Yellow King because once you got all the gifts, he was going to take you to the Mad Poet. You, the caravanserai is a little weird. It's dark out. There's new people there. It looks like people have been searching the place, turned it upside down. It's denizens of Lang. You meet some boogeyman named Mr. Wanderlust who explains to you he's just a consultant working with a denizen of Lang named Weirali who has come here with a bunch of her cohorts to do something, to take the Yellow King. Well, after you go outside, you see this giant flying dinosaur with a howdah on its back uh, who explains to you that Weirali left with a man matching the description of the Yellow King on her brother, another Shantak, and they flew to the moon! <laughs> this I book is getting a little out of hand. <laughs> so you hop in the howdah after convincing this dumb dinosaur that you're friends? Hey, Sybil is really sweet. She is trusting. sweet. She's yeah, a simple a little dinosaur. dumb for trusting us, but yes, yeah, sweet. <laughs> well, she's fly she flew you to the moon. And you get to the moon, <laughs> and fly me to the moon. You you get to the moon, and uh, you land on this like paddock, and she seems concerned. Uh, and you realize it's because she expected her brother to be here, and he's gone. So now she's worried that they left without her, and she needs to go back, thereby stranding you on the moon. And you're like, well, we'll just die and wake up. Yeah, you'll die and wake up, and then you know your way back to the caravanserai. How do you know you can get to the moon? And then you got to find another Shantak that just happens to be in the area to fly you to the moon. It's a very dangerous situation. You're now kind of on the moon. You need her to fly you back to Caravanserai. Um, it's complicated. So you convince her to stay. And you see this little lake. And you walk in the direction of a building to the south of the lake. And there's a guardhouse 
looks like the only way in. On the other side of the guardhouse is a portcullis that's down, and you hear a voice that's like, Get out of here! What are you doing? Come on! And, uh... It's a uh, it's a ghoul that's in there. I don't know if I mentioned that, um, but I'm mentioning it now because you're about yeah, to see it. You didn't mention that. It no, is a it is a ghoul uh, that's peeking its head out of this tiny little hole uh, that doesn't look like there's any door leading into the building. And Ethel stands up and uh, demoralizes uh, the ghoul um, when he tells you you got to get out of here, you got to leave. And he's like, all right, come around. I'll open the gate. And you come around, and he unleashes a fireball. And I'm going to have this happen pre-initiative. Everybody roll a reflex save as I drop this. Uh, Okay. God damn it. Fire! We were laughing before we started recording about how stupid we were. We were just like, oh, thank you for letting us in. Yeah, thank you. We just walked right into the trap. Walk right back, walk right into that fireball. You can see it on the map here. It has, hey, uh, why'd you put it on me? Because that's where it, uh, that's that's where it, it started. It started on you. Um, so everybody give me a, a sweet little reflex save here. Um, and then tell me what you got, starting with Matthew. 25. 25. Pretty good, as he looks for the DC. <laughs> 25 I thought it was a, a certain fail 25 it's okay good. it's pretty good um and Suki 17 not not good at all I rolled uh, a natural 3 Ooh. okay uh spoiler alert not good uh Atticus I did not roll a reflex save I would like you to I object <laughs> um no I I said in our last episode, they all get mixed together. I think it was our last episode. Here we go. That I got new spells when I leveled up. And I mentioned one of them, Cone of Cold, Mm -hmm. and said I did not mention the other because it was new, something that we hadn't seen before, and I wanted to save it. Yeah. Well, it's been saved, and I'm going to use it now. Ooh, is it an immediate spell? It is a reaction Mm -hmm. spell. From the Illusion School, called Shadow Siphon. Ooh. I cast it, so as soon as this Scythe begins to cast a fireball, Atticus is on top of this with what he's been studying and reading and writing in his creepy, like, grimoire. And he casts this spell immediately, and essentially what it does is as the fireball comes at us, this it starts to change from just an orange ball into a half purple dark shadow of a fireball. And he basically forces and changes the material of the fireball to become an illusion and not real. Uh (laughs) That's really cool. It's extremely cool. However, it doesn't just automatically happen. Joe's got a roll. Oh no. And there's two pieces of really bad news. The first one is Joe has to roll. The second one is after the roll, it's going to be a counteract situation, which means none of us will understand it and we will 100% get the rule wrong. But here we go. I, I really thought I had counteract down, but every time it, it, every it time. manages to confuse me when I'm live on air. Here we go. Okay. Well, what's the spell called? Let us know the name of the spell. The spell Shadow is called Siphon. Shadow Siphon. Shadow Siphon. S-I-P-H-O-N. I know Shadow Siphon. Siphon. It's a very common word. Yes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and so it, 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 I ba- it basically, if I get a good roll, it works uh, now because it, it is it is really powerful in terms of the counteract and the counteract. Sorry, how do you spell shadow? <laughs> Go ahead. I was just wait. I was just I was seeing you in my mind typing S I F O N because you went to actor school. All right. <laughs> I almost won a spelling bee. <laughs> what, what was the word you went out on? Out of Satchel. Satchel? 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 Like yep. I didn't know How what did it you was. Spell it? When? Um, I think I spelt it S-A-C-A-G-L. Yeah. I oh, forgot wow. the T. It's very to this tricky. day, I don't know how to spell it. Maybe I spelt it S-A-T, and it doesn't have a T. My word and was Colonel C. girl got it. Colonel yeah. C is good? Colonel C was my, my word. Colonel I, the C? The first time I heard that word was in Downton Abbey. Satchel oh. or Colonel C? Colonel C. Yeah. Is that the is that popcorn related? What is this Colonel C? All right. Okay. I'm going to... <laughs> basically, I'm rolling right I was, now. I was trying to buy time for Joe to reread Counteract. I'm reading Counteract long right roll. now. It is, Joey. it is. But first, let's just do the roll. This is going to be against the spell's DC. So you have the spell's DC. So here what? we go. Yeah, sure. Did anyone wonder for one second? All right, I'm spending a hero point. I have. I, was it so a natural? Was it it a was natural? a natural one. Oh, oh, so excited God. about this new spell. <laughs> so excited to be able to help my friends. <sighs> so I mean, the game just takes and it takes and it takes. It never gives anything. I mean, from who it takes, it gives. To give it, give it That's to true. Us. It gave to Troy. It took from me. <laughs> I feel like on, I just got a new natural one. All right, hero point. Now was, I'm going to die in this, in this episode. Joke that, Troy, that Troy just said it was a funny joke. Oh, I missed it. I said, I, I feel it. like I just got a new grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, all right, rolling again. Come on. Come on, O'Brien. Okay. All right. Uh, that is a 27 against the spells DC. All right, so now let's just talk this through. I'm not telling you if you passed or failed, but what happens if you fail? If I if I fail, I I am successful if the counteract level is lower than your effects counteract level, which it would be. Because the counteract level is essentially, unless I'm getting this wrong, is going to be the level of the spell. So that's the the counteract level. If the if the effect is a spell, its level is the counteract level. So okay. So even if you even if you were to fail that this check that twenty seven say that twenty seven was a failure, you still could counteract it. I still successfully counteract it because fireball is a lower level spell than this spell. I would have what to critically fail. What if it's a heightened fail. fireball? Well, then that's what it, that's what we have to see. If it's heightened fireball, uh, so this specific this spell, spell, what's that? This is a fifth level spell. The this is a fifth siphon? level spell, but it has an added thing. Shadow siphon's counteract level is too higher for this attempt, so it's a seven is the counteract level. Wow. Yeah. Wait. So yours is effectively a seven. Mine is effectively a seven, the way I read it. it. The last line of the spell says, treat Shadow Siphon's counteract level as too higher for this attempt. Oh, treat Shadow X, wow, okay, as too higher. So that becomes seven. And you did fail on the okay. 27. 
but you counteract the target if its counteract level is lower than your effects counteract level, which because of that particular spell, it is. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So it just means it it makes half the fireball into shadow fireball, as if it's from the shadow plane, and it does not exist or harm us on this plane. So everyone takes half damage. Ah. One takes half damage, or half again, depending on the result of your save. Yeah, half of whatever they would have taken. That is massive. All right. Um, Now, do you still roll a reflex save, or this... Absolutely, absolutely. I just wanted to get that done first, yeah. so And then reflex save uh, is, I'm sure, a failure. That is a 26. Yeah, so that's a fail. Okay, and then, Kate, what did you roll? I had a natural 15 for a 32. Oh, Reflex is my best. What about Aldo's kit? Uh, I, like Sydney, got a natural three, and I got a 19. Okay, so Skid and Atticus. It's not Skid, not you, Skid. Uh, Aldo, Atticus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Aldo, I'm the fire. <laughs> Aldo, Atticus, and Ethel would have taken 40 points of damage, but instead Whoa. you take 20. Oh, man. Suki would have taken 80 points of damage. Oh, my God. I do need to retcon if this makes any difference on the critical fail. I had my old character sheet open. It was a 18, not a 17. Still a critical fail. Okay. Uh, That's okay. Uh, But now you're only going to take only 40 points of damage. But that would have been. And there's the hero point thing. 80. Now it's too late. Um, And then, Kate, you take. uh, You would have taken 20. You take 10. Because uh, you were the only success. Uh, very, very. Caster v. Caster. I just that love is it. So cool. Roll for initiative. Okay. All right, uh, let's dance. He's got to be a little intimidated now. That was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was uh, when I was reading through spells. There's, there's obviously a, a, a huge amount of amazing fifth level spells, but like for it to be illusion school, a reaction spell of which I really have none. You know, I was like, I gotta take this. I gotta take this. And for it to happen so quickly, it's awesome. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think we did it well. Uh, I did it correctly. I think so, too. It's I all based so on too. if you got... The only thing I would question is, like, what you rolled for your check. As long as you got your roll right, I think everything else we did correctly. Yeah, I, I'm not sure 100% what to roll, but I rolled my spell attack roll, which I feel like is the probably the number that I roll. With. When attempting a counteract check, add the relevant skill modifier or other appropriate modifier to your check against the target's DC. I rolled uh, my spell, spell attack modifier. Use the cast, yeah, I think you're, uh, for spells, the counteract check modifier is your spell casting ability modifier plus your spell casting proficiency bonus. Plus yeah. any bonuses and penalties that have specifically applied to counteract checks. You might have been right. Uh, certainly, even if you were off, I don't think you would have critically failed. Um, right. Because you were off by one on the DC with a 27. Oh. <laughs> well, if I'm successful, it doesn't change anything. Right. Uh, it just, it, it, yeah. So if even I'm successful. critical success, it doesn't help you in this instance. It right, just, exactly. So yeah. count, yeah, like this is what I realized about counteract is like, it's not that difficult if you're going against something that's kind of equal to you or you're stronger than like, it's not that difficult to counteract. It's when you're trying to counteract something a higher level than you is is really difficult. It's quite cool. Uh, let's talk initiative. What'd you get there, Atticus? Uh, I got a 27. 20. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's not right. Uh, I got a 23. 23. I did my reflex save as my initiative. <laughs> you're so <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, Suki, what'd you get? Uh, I got a 34. 34? But... Eiffel? 
Oh. Uh, I need to do this because if I don't do it now, I'm going to get it wrong for this entire campaign while I have it. <laughs> Pepsi is on the field. So Pepsi needs to also make a reflex save. Oh, no. Oh, Pepsi. Pepsi. Pepsi Pepsi's with me. Pepsi so. Come on, critically succeed. Critical success! That's uh, that's a 27. Snake got good reflexes? Uh, that would be 40 points of damage. Instead, it's 20. I mean, does Pepsi have 20 hit points? Yeah, Pepsi's pretty healthy. That's a, I mean, that's not good. I feel bad for my snake, but Pepsi's okay. <laughs> this is the same snake that you tried to shoot out of a bone out. Exactly. I think that this snake has been really <laughs> misimagined for all of us. It really all started with the shooting it on an arrow thing. I that need really... to do a PR campaign for Pepsi. I need new Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi is Pepsi's new name. Giant a snake Pepsi. that shrugs off 20 points of damage. Could have been fired from a crossbow. Uh, all right, what'd you get, Ethel? 24. 24. Uh, Eris. I got a 26. 26 for Eris. And my main man skid. What Aldo, Aldo get? Uh, I got a 30. 30! All right. Well, we are in it, and I am going to do the following. So, um... If you uh, look at the map here, uh, I have not revealed the guardhouse because... Uh, it won't really help you. Uh, uh, can I disagree? Cool. <laughs> and also, respectfully, respectfully disagree. Respectfully. Yes, might we be the judge of that? <laughs> is this up for discussion? The difficult thing is reveal no longer works. So, <laughs> what? You just use your imagination. Uh, even Polygon revealed doesn't uh, work. Uh, Have you tried um, asking? <laughs> Please reveal. Have you tried restarting your computer? I can't do that. <laughs> uh, we're live. But anyways, it is. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any sort of door there. If I can, uh, I'm, I'm resetting the uh, VTT here. If, if, if it comes up, I'll try to reveal it. If it doesn't, uh, it's going to be a short episode tonight. Um, but there doesn't seem to be any discernible way, uh, like a door. Um, there are small little windows. Um but uh, the, the, the person that attacked you, that ghoul, because you can now see it, this green-faced monster, doesn't look like your typical ghoul. looks a lot like uh, ghouls that you faced uh, or talked to in the necropolis, uh, if you remember, um, is standing there. <laughs> and it is uh, Suki's turn. Wait, so there's no windows, but we can see the ghoul? Yeah, well, no, I'm sorry. There are windows. There's no door. And so you see him kind of peeking around, and that's where the fireball came out of. And he appears to be alone in this uh, small, what, 10 by 5 foot gatehouse. Okay. And then question, remind me, where, where we were before we walked over to this door to get ambushed. Were we talking to him through a door? Uh, yeah, no, you were, he was talking through a window. He's like, get out of here! You're not supposed to be here! Go away! And then, all right, I'll open the portcullis. So you guys came around, and right to the west here is a portcullis that is down. Um, but he uh, tricked you. Okay. Tricked us. Um, Tricksy. Hmm. So he has a little tricksy situation here. Yeah, I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to, as like a reflexive action, um, not like a re- like not a reaction, but just in story terms, Suki just cast shield on herself as if she meant to do it before the fireball hit but kind of missed a little bit and now shield is up um, so she cast shield and that, I yeah, I'm just gonna, that's what I'm gonna do I don't know what to do 
Okay. Uh, yeah, no, you can uh, you can do that. So you're going to cast shield, get yourself a little boost, and uh, kind of wait this one out. Um, it is then Aldo's turn. Aldo is going to do something I don't think he's done before. Whoa. He has a new uh, sort of formula that he's been working on, uh, distilled with the perhaps the urine of Werner Hedgehog. Gross. Very special Lovely. concoction. Yeah. Oh, gross. And he pulls it out of his bandolier, guzzles it. It is a quicksilver mutagen. Oh, will, nice. Yes, it will give him a bonus five feet to his foot speed, a plus one uh, bonus to his dex checks, including uh, ranged attacks. And he will take some damage. So he actually, like, I think his bones actually lengthen to, like, you can hear a cracking sound as his joints kind of rearrange themselves and he gets more angular and lanky if that were possible and it is incredibly painful uh, he takes uh, 24 points of damage I think oh, oh wow um, oh my gosh but, uh, but it gets a little a tiny bonus so there we go That's, uh, <laughs> probably probably stupid but there there we are never Quick accomplish self. anything without doing something stupid <laughs> That's what they say. Uh, so that's okay. one action. Uh, and then um, for his second two actions, he's going to try to find a door. All right. So you walk over. Do uh, you want to walk over to the gatehouse or you want to just kind of do a perception check from where you're standing? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll do a perception check where I'm standing. Okay. Second action perception check. Uh, 22. All right. 22. Um it seems like it would be possible to climb in and out of the window. Um, Especially but, now, for me. Yeah, you could get it, you could get in and out, um, and and it would it, it it's probably like slow you down as you're going in. You know, think greater difficult terrain. Uh, it would probably cost you an extra ten feet of movement to cross over into the gatehouse. Um, but then you would be uh, also in there with him. And you don't really know what else is in there, but it does seem possible to get in there. Okay. So you got one right. action left. His final action, he yells out, Hey, you can crawl in through the window. <laughs> you can crawl in through the window. So he yells that he does not go in. Uh, it is the creature's turn, and that's going to happen right after this quick break. We're back, and I'm going to reveal two things to you. The first thing I'm going to reveal is the ghoul that I was talking about. No, oh, that's what he looks like now. That oh. you, he's actually in there. He's not standing on the roof with a fiddle, having fun. He's <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, he's uh, he's in there. And uh, the other thing I'm going to reveal to you <laughs> is the uh, second fireball he just fucking dropped on oh, you. Oh no! Oh, come on! <laughs> Give me another reflex save, unless you have another siphon. Uh, you know what? F you. I'll do it again. You'll do wow. it again. I'm going to do it again. I mean, if Spell you have it, if you have this is ridiculous, but I'm going to do it again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to level. use, I'm going to use, uh, it's just too much damage. I mean, yeah. if somebody critically fails, I mean, you're done. If I critically oh failed, I would be, I would be unconscious. I would be dying. I have my shield up. Don't worry. And yeah, if you critically fail, useless here. don't forget, if you critically fail, you go straight to dying too. Right, exactly. Ah. I, I can't afford that right now. Um, 
Yes, I am going to once again. He's going to draw from the powers within his Eldritch Amulet, his bonded item. It opens up and it begins to bring out this like purplish mist that is going to change the fireball into not real. Don't believe it! He screams at everyone. <laughs> it's only an illusion! <laughs> and so, yeah, maybe maybe with your minds you can get rid of this. Here we go. Going for that counteract, John. Natty 18. Rush City! Boom. Crush uh, so, But city. we need we need an actual total. Like uh, an actual total. Give me an actual total, but I think uh, you would have to critically fail here for it to not counteract it. Uh, because right, so it doesn't actually... Yeah, you're right. You don't need an actual Because total. of that particular spell, uh, it, where it counts as two levels higher, uh, you already know that you can beat it. So, uh, uh, yeah, be- I know that it is... Because of the last one, I know it's not a critical success. It is just a success, but I, I counteract it. Yeah, and even a critical success wouldn't make a difference. Right. Um, so so you counteract damage. it, half damage. Uh, let's see if it'll be half a minute. Everybody give me a reflex save. Oh, jeez. And as you can see, he is conveniently out of the range, and that's why it was on Eris, because he wanted to be out of the range of his own bomb. Terrible Whatever. roll on the reflex save. Terrible. Uh, let's start with you, then, Atticus. 23. 23. Okay, that is a fail. Uh, Eris? Pass. Got a natural 19 this time. Nice. Was it a critical success? Uh, Are we not? Want to do math. 36. 36, no. Pretty damn close. Uh, Suki? Uh, 32 for Suki okay. and 28 for Pepsi. Okay. And uh, Ethel? 28 for Ethel. 28 for Ethel. And Aldo? Uh, 27 for Aldo. 27 for Aldo. All right. So only Aldo and Atticus uh, failed, uh, but they weren't critical failures. So it would have been 40 damage again. I rolled another 40, uh, but instead it's going to be... What? Yeah. It's going to be... Uh, you rolled the exact same amount of I damage. I did. I'm using it online wow. roll because it's 10d6. Uh, I rolled a 40 twice. So uh, you both take 20 points of damage. Uh, Eris and uh, Suki and Pepsi and Ethel, you take 10 points of damage. Yeah, so it would have been mean, half. That's just half wild. Not great. If, if I didn't uh, do that, I'd, I'd almost be down. Right if, now. I think uh, I, would I would be that. dead. If I you rolled a dead. thirty-eight there, uh, Eris, you would have taken no damage. But uh, yeah, I mean, you had to do that. That was huge. Um, and uh, with his uh, final action, he is going to just slide to the south. Slide to the south. <laughs> and now, I'm using six computers to run this. It is. <laughs> Eris's turn. What do you got up your sleeve there, Eris? Um, I didn't know what to do because I couldn't see this guy. And I guess I still can't. I mean, like, we can only see him through the window if we're, right. like, kind of <laughs> up at the window. Yeah. <laughs> do we have, like, line of sight for spells? Like, where is the window? Um, yeah, you know what? Let me see. I'm going to say you do. Um, but if it's an attack spell, he's going to get some cover there. Um, any sort of attack. Uh, if you were trying to do something to him, he's going to get a cover if it was a spell that had uh, an attack roll. Well, um, let's see. I want to cast Guidance on uh, Ethel. Oh. Okay. Do you have to touch him or no? Um, no, it's 30 feet range. Boom. You make it sound so uh, so distasteful for touching Ethel. <laughs> do you have to touch him? I don't have to touch him, but I can flavor touch him. That's all right. <laughs> Do you have reach? Um, all right. So I want to cast Guidance on Ethel, and okay. then, like, I don't... This is a really big, big, big prison. 
This is just one guy, but he's doing fireballs. Dropping bombs. Ugh. So I'm gonna, I'm torn. Nothing's right, I'm torn. I was I'm just gonna, gonna say it. I'm a lot of love. <laughs> it was in my head. Is That's exactly what I was thinking. Thank you, Kate. Um, I'm out of faith. All right, this I'm gonna I'm gonna do impending doom on him. Ooh. Dropping some doom on this John. Dropping some impending doom. Okay. And what happens is you roll a will save. Okay. Now let's just take a look at here. Is this the one that has the incapacitation? It, it has incapacitation. Trait? So okay. Yeah, now here's the thing: is is the incapacitation trait? It's been a while. Uh, just want to see any creature more than twice the spell's level. Um, and it's a third level spell. Uh, so yes, this would be. He's always going to get one higher success in what he rolls. Um, but let's roll it. And this is a what kind of save? A will save. A will save. Let's see how his will is. Oh, not a great roll. That is going to be a 23. All right, so that's not a critical fail. It's a regular fail. Which becomes a success. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I'm unaffected. Right. So you're unaffected for this round. Second round... Not you so will be affected. Okay. Um, <laughs> you will be. You will be affected. Yeah, it was a pretty shit <laughs> roll, so there was a, there was a chance there. Um, okay, and that was two actions, and the first one yep. was guidance. Great. Uh, moving right along, it is Ethel's turn. Okay, uh, Ethel is going to Merman. Um, what was that? Merman. Yes, Ethel Merman is going Merman. to uh, run and <laughs> climb through the window. Okay, so uh, from pa- passing from the outside to the inside, you have to add 10 feet to your movement. Uh, okay. We're going to treat it as greater difficult terrain. But you're a boss, so you're going to slide in there? Yeah, I was going to see if I could roll acrobatics and do athletics, but it seems like the easiest thing is just to climb through the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that put me out right... I mean, no matter where I am, I'm next to him, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in there, and he's like, ah! Okay, that was action number one. Action number two is I'm going to do double like. slice. Huh? You know who he kind of looks like? He looks less ghoulish and a little bit like... I mean, the face is ghoulish, but he looks Jack a little bit like Benny? our old friend... He does look like Jack Benny, but also our old friend Thune. Yeah. Oh. He looks a lot like Thune. Call me Thune. Okay. Uh, double slice, scimitar, warhammer, orange die is the scimitar. Come on, oh, just natural I just want... Just once before we get out of the dreamlands, I want to... No natural 20. Cut okay. somebody's head off. Uh, that's you also have a- guidance. Great. Um, which I apply to a single roll or a single roll, single either roll. attack, perception, saving, or skill check. Okay, Save good. it for perception. I w- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that is going to be a thirty for the warhammer okay. and a thirty-two for the scimitar. That is going to be two hits. Nice. Yeah, it better be beautiful. Let's two do the warhammer first. Wet hits. 15 points of damage from the Warhammer. Why are they wet? <laughs> and, ooh, uh, that'll be 18 points of damage from the Scimitar. Oh, blood. nice. First max, blood has been drawn. Max damage. Nice. Max Dimaggio. All right. Is that the end of your turn? That is three actions, and it is the end of my turn. It's quite powerful. Uh, way to set up Joe Bryan with Atticus's turn. Joe... You've been uh, a hero here with this new spell of yours, staving off death of your allies. 
What will you do? I was thinking about it. I was like, I can't believe I've used two fifth-level spells in this combat and haven't gone yet. Uh, <laughs> and, and it made me think something. I don't like what you did, LaValle. Oh. Something's fishy here. Yeah? What's with the surprise round? I was waiting for you to uh, bring that up. This isn't... This isn't your first edition Pathfinder <laughs> game. Grandfather's you forgetting Pathfinder. Where, this is your grandfather's Pathfinder. This isn't someone slightly older than you's Pathfinder. <laughs> uh, this isn't the guy who was in fifth grade when you were in first grade's Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> I looked your up mystery uh, younger grandfather who lives in Florida. <laughs> I looked up uh, the hell of it today. I was like, because I was thinking about this. I'm like. Man, I really feel like this is a situation where that fireball should come out. You like you walked right into it. But I was like, mm, you know what? The surprise round isn't really a thing like it is in 1E. There's no, like, uh, any of that shit. So I Googled for the hell of it um, to look this up. Um, I couldn't Sorry, when you just... say walked right into it, was it a trap on the ground? No, you walked right into the radius of his fireball that he was going to drop there. Um, so I looked up surprise attacks, and it's on page 499 of the core rulebook, and it basically says uh, it should be used sparingly. And so I'm, I'm using it now. And, uh, I, I, I can't even tell you how much I don't like it. I think it is so dirty. I know. He is know. an enemy that we knew was there and was yeah. aware of. Mm-hmm. It is... And that's a lot of damage to put out in it an is. AOE to an entire group of people. Yeah, I thought without a chance to have a, a go. I also thought also, it's like so, what a great way to like you see this huge building, and like immediately you're put on the ropes. It's just a I thought it was a cool way of being like shit's about to go down. At this or the first for have guy. four characters dying outside. Yeah, you thought right? it was cool. <laughs> The yeah. uh, point of order, the surprise... <laughs> this is um, never going to work out in Troy's favor. The no. surprise uh, scenario that is being referred to on page 499 and 500 of the Corporal Board are surprise encounters. Like, you're sleeping and you're... You're and it, sleeping. <laughs> and an, uh, encounter, okay. an encounter incur, occurs during the rest time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atticus is going to... I, I don't know what to do here. This is a real dumb situation and I don't like my positioning and Ethel's all up in there. I can't even see the guy. So I'm just going to pull something from in that hut and just telekinetic projectile the dude. Um, yes. So he's just going to grab something off the wall, a loose bar, and smash it into this uh, ghoul's face and definitely roll a natural one. <laughs> uh, I can't tell sometimes if you're excited Switch or if you're did. I, I, I can't even... I can't even begin to control what's happening, the the fire that's boiling within me right now. So what did you try to do? Uh, sorry, what did I... Oh, I tried to cast telekinetic projectile. But instead you rolled a natural one. But instead Which means you I critically rolled, failed a spell. Yes, which means I critically failed a, can a spell. A cantrip, no less. A cantrip that could kill all of you. This hey, one. Don't be mean. Everyone, shut up. I can't wait for this to be over. This one from Eric Clark in Seattle, Washington. Oh, he gave Eric his last Clark? name, everyone. Go get him. Phantom <laughs> from the Green. You see. You see oh. a terrifying. This is Troy's favorite crossovers. You see a terrifying spectral Roger Cumstone Stop. suddenly appear <laughs> well, you fr- don't read in it in front of you. Don't just change it. Don't read it aloud when it crosses genres like You this. see an image of Sir Julie in front of you, laughing maniacally 
and glaring into your soul before she disappears again without explanation. The ghostly sight of the colossal psychopath immediately strikes terror <laughs> into you. <laughs> that was what that was her defining trait in life. Yep. She was uh, she was a psycho. Okay. Uh, here we go. And I have to make a will save, and I roll a natural five. I can't buy a decent die roll here. Well, I did roll that natty eighteen on the counter action. Uh, all right, that is going to be it's a, a twenty one against its AC, so that's a fail. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not a failure fail. is. Frightened three. Oh, <laughs> that's panic, mind. right? Is that panic? <laughs> it doesn't say panic, Skid. Just be it's quiet. Just like minus, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ian, mute his mic. Uh, I'm going to take the frightened three condition, and then I'm going to run away. Uh, and this is mostly to not be in the range of the third fireball you're going to shoot. <laughs> you horrible, horrible friend. Uh, all right, so you are going to... Use your last action to run away in fear. I'm going to run away in fear. Sejunus, <laughs> how haunting my dreams! Uh, and he runs away. All right. It you, is... you, you, you could be so lucky. <laughs> right? Uh, the hey, Sir ra- Julie, <laughs> get out of my dreams. <laughs> and into my car. And it's the top of round car. two, and it's Suki's Uh... Yeah, suki, 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 it everywhere. Suki, suki, my shield is useless. Um, suki is going to and command Pepsi to crawl in through the window. Bye, Pepsi. Um, he came into the godhouse window. <laughs> uh, Pepsi goes in through the window, and Pepsi's going to make two attacks on our ghoulish fiend, I should say. So Pepsi gets three actions, just to confirm, right? Uh, my action. One of my actions is to command Pepsi. Pepsi has a move action, and then can attack. Uh, yeah, he could attack twice. Okay, so he does get three actions. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So with his jaws, I think you're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> Listen, Mister Surprise Round. I think we all it's get true. a little white lie this game. <laughs> Matthew was right for the right reasons, and, and I was Pepsi, right for the wrong reasons. Pepsi also gets a deck of opportunity, and that's my white lie for this game. All right, you. Uh, that's an 18. I'm assuming that misses. Uh, it critically misses. Okay. He bites himself. All right. That rattlesnake I saw on TikTok. And. <laughs> I'm going to attack again just because I can. Why not? Give yourself a fourth action while you're at it. That's, uh... (laughs) I'll tell you what. To balance it out, we all get a fourth action next round. (laughs) What do you say? That's a 23. A 23 is also a miss. Okay. Well, um, Pepsi's in the guardhouse. guardhouse. (laughs) I know. It's It's just so ridiculous. I mean, to think what goes through your mind... The size, I'm looking at the, like, the uh, unrevealed prison. It looks like an enormous dungeon crawl. <laughs> like, apparently the boss was just out the, outside the front door. <laughs> he just greets everybody. He just greets everybody. <laughs> He's like the never Walmart see it coming. He's a good guard. He is. Uh, he is a good for, guard. For Suki's second action. Um, <laughs> His body's all over the place outside. The previous <laughs> people that have rolled just up. Just blackened corpses everywhere. We Did really you know he can known. cast seventh level fireball eighty five <laughs> yeah. times a day? We really should have realized that after we crunched through all the scorched corpses <laughs> feet. Well, the poor house is right over here. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> 
grounds Physical a little terrain wet. over here. <laughs> I could definitely see why he got the surprise round. Um, <laughs> you said that we can see you through the window for spell attacks. Yes, yeah, he'll right. just get cover. So then I am going to uh, cast Daze through the window as my second action, and you have to make a will save. Ooh, Daze. All right, a little will save. All right, that doesn't have an attack. Uh, and I double checks it. I don't think that's going to work. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think that it can't work on. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm thinking of one e. That it can't yes. work on oh. lower, yes. uh, higher level creatures. Yeah, I'm thinking of one e. You're good. I think uh, enchantment, mental, non-lethal. Um, yep, it's just a basic will save. Yep. You're, all right, you're basic good. will save thirty-three. Jesus. Well, yeah, that does it. You're, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Uh, oh wait. Oh, no, it is. Uh, mine's a 23. Yeah, so nothing happens. It's a critical success. Sorry. This guy's a badass. For well, real. Like I said, the boss is out he front. He's the boss. Yeah. Speaking of badasses, it's Aldo's turn. Oh, hello. All right, do something cool. Suki says, do something awesome. My oh, turn was oh, wasted. Also, Skid, I'm just back here doing research the whole episode. Uh, I think you took too much damage. Uh, I don't no, know no, if I'm... I did. I was going to say. I, okay, great. I, I should have taken 16 points, not whatever, 20-something I said. Yeah. I also, this uh, this is this thing sucks uh, for me, this Quicksilver Mutagen. It is basically worthless for me. I get the five feet of movement, but I really wanted the tiny boost to my two hit rolls, which is canceled out by my moderate bombs. They're both item bonuses, so like all, like I took 16 points of damage, and uh, uh, and I less and, and I get a, a debuff to my saves as well for five feet of movement. <laughs> I, was, I really should not have done that. So Sometimes you just fine. have to drink it and see. Yeah, yeah. it's just like oh, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> like so, my lord. Yeah, it is. It's like the malort. Like the malort of, of alchemical uh, <laughs> elixirs. Mutagens. Or mutagens, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> so Aldo is, if I can find the map here, Aldo is going to... Oh, he's right at... The, so he's standing at the window right now? Yeah. Okay. Then through the window, he is going to toss a dread ampule. Mm. This guy, a dread ampule. I love that word. Which one? Both. Good word. Ampule Uh, or dread. I I like ampule, but the the two of them together is also just awesome. Dread Uh, ampule. That is a thirty-five to hit. That is a hit, even with the cover. Okay. Awesome. All right. Do you have something that avoids or ignores cover, or is that just the cover of your allies that ignores, like lesser cover? Oh, actually, I think my goggles do ignore lesser cover, I think. But this, okay, so that's for your allies and stuff. This is full regular cover. Right. Um, but it's still a hit. Okay. Um, okay, so that is uh, 10 mental damage. Ooh. And, the t- and he has frightened one. Frightened one. Just checking out awesome. his various immunities. Yeah, he does not look happy about that. Um, okay, frightened one. Okay. Um, and you got two <laughs> more actions. All right, uh, and then I'm going to... I should have done this first. I'm so stupid. Stop berating yourself, Skid. 
No, no, Skid. Terrible, terrible day. Stop saying that about you. About my uh, friend. Okay. I'll say that about yeah, my friend. about my friend that way. <laughs> I know. It's Matthew always says you. this. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew always says, don't talk about my friend that way. It's like, I hate to bring it to you, Matthew, but your friend's a moron. <laughs> uh, that, is a, that is a 30 to hit. 30 to hit is a hit. Okay. So the, I should have done this first, but this is the, the bottled lightning. Um, so that is 12 points of electricity damage, and he is flat-footed until my the begin, start of my next turn. Okay. Stealing Kate's and, thunder. And with my, la- <laughs> <laughs> with my last action, I am going to provide... Uh, I'm going to give guidance to uh, Suki. Oh, thanks. Should have given it to Pepsi. Uh, all right. Well, now it is the ghoul's turn. I said this ghoul looks a little different. It looks similar to the ones that you, uh, some of you, met in the underground necropolis where some of you perished. One of you being Atticus. Um, now there are two enemies here facing the ghoul, and he is frightened, and he is acting out, and he goes to bite Ethel. It's going to be a 31 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Well, as they say, and by they, I mean me, a couple things are going to happen. First, we'll start with the damage. Oh, God! That's going to be 16 points of piercing. And now, I first need a fortitude save. <laughs> you don't need you don't you don't need anything. You're good just the way you are, Troy. <laughs> need is need is a strong word. Oh, that's not going to be great. Uh, twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, everything seems to be just fine. You're definitely not a stage one carrier of Langul fever. Oh my! Oh no, oh, Langul! No. You're definitely not there now. Give me another fortitude save. Oh, man. One of my favorite Stephen King books, though. The Langoliers. Bam! Bam! 30. good book. Why are you booing it? Skid's on fire. 30. Okay. You seem to be fine. Second attack with the Jaws! That one is going to be most likely a miss with a 24. That is a miss. Okay. And then uh, he is going to... Uh, let me see what his Johnny is here. I'm going to attempt to tumble through your square to the outside. Okay. Um, I believe that's going to be athletics against your uh, reflex DC or acrobatics against your reflex DC. Um, so I'll roll it and you tell me what your reflex DC. That's going to be your reflex plus 10, but I'll roll it first. Oh, rocks. 39. You critically succeed. Oh, he just fucking back flips through you uh, to the outside right next to Aldo. Um, Oh, no. But since you're both equidistant to the wall, I'm going to say you don't have cover from each other uh, in this instance. Um, I guess you could... Yeah, if you're right up next to him, well, we'll figure it out when we get there. There's a window, right? I could just beat him. There's a window. You could just beat him, yeah. I remember in 1E, it was like uh, whoever's closer to the barrier gets the cover. Um, But where you're equidistant, I don't think you get it. Um, But now he's right next to Aldo, and he's out there with Suki Harris and a uh, trail of rat piss leading to the north. Um, And now it is Eris' turn. (sighs) Okay. This guy is really, really annoying. 
Truly. It's only one of him, and he's really messing up our stuff right now. He's um, mashing your potatoes. Um. Okay. Hmm. hmm. What do I want to waste on him? I feel like I don't want to waste anything on him, but then also, like, he's really, really tough. This guy's <laughs> a finalist. He's hitting us like crazy. Um. So... Talk to me about see. impending doom for a second. Uh, he would have been flat-footed this round, but yeah, the thing is, you would have become flat-footed this round. You already are, so mm-hmm. at least now it's extended past Aldo's turn. If that's right what to happens. your turn, exactly. Um, so that's cool, and then you become frightened one next round. Right. So as that frightened cool. goes away at the end of Skid's turn, it will come back at the uh, beginning or end of your turn. Um, let me see. I want to. Frick, I don't know what I want to do. I wanted to go up to him and cast Chill Touch. Everybody chill. But I also just saw him bite Ethel. Yeah, maybe And don't. Ethel didn't react well to that. Maybe don't get close. I'm fine. Come. I'm fine. All right. I know, I know. You're fine. Bring um, your filthy neck mouth my way. Listen, you little. Um, I do want to cast Guidance on... Aldo, maybe oh. help with whatever you did to yourself with your mutagen. Get a plus one next time. Um, and then I'm going to cast Grim Tendrils. Grim? What? Oh, dear. Oh, no. Suki's it in the way. Uh, you can cast through me. It's a 30-foot line. <laughs> oh. Well. And Aldo, then, is also yes. yeah. in yeah. the way. I say do it. Well, shit. You know what? Casting Phantasmal Killer. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. At, at oh. me or at the bad okay. guy? At you, Suki. No. <laughs> Suki, uh, what's your worst nightmare? At the bad guy. <laughs> Good question. All right. Uh, so you make a will save. Death, emotion, fear, illusion, mental. Let me just check my immunities. All right. Alrighty then. Uh, you said it's going to be a will save to begin with. Yeah. All right. Natural two. Oh, no! What does that mean? Amazing. Total. Um, it's probably not a critical failure because he has very high will, but it is very likely a failure at a uh, at a twenty one. It's not a critical fail. It's a regular old failure. Uh, so you take 8d6 mental damage. Oh, nice. Yep. And I'm going to use the online dice roller because I don't have 8d6. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I'll be frightened too. So now and I'll you're just frightened too. go up to frightened too. Um, that will uh, take over for Haldo's frightened. So that's 22 points of damage. Hey, nothing nice. wrong with that. Nice. Frightened too. Nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. Um, Very cool. And now it is Ethel's turn. Fantastic killer, man. It it fucks in 2E. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And maybe not. Actually, it's great because it does do a lot of just damage. But you're never going to kill anything of consequence. Until, sure, until you do. Maybe early game, you know, Gatewalkers, early game. Before you get into it. That the killing thing I just realized for the first time has the incapacitation trait. 
The so killing you part? Al- yeah, you will always uh. <laughs> only kill something that is lower level than you, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's Still why it's like... cool. It is cool. And you really shouldn't be able to just kill a boss with a phantasmal killer. But it does... Sound like it would be a cool night at the table if that happened. I wonder if there's but, some uh, sort of would, thing. It would, that if like, it happened like once, at, once every fifty encounters, it would be an awesome story. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's yeah. a meta magic feat that allows you to remove the incapacitation trait from a. That would be amazing. Yeah. Just fucking make it Let's up. Let's house rule it. Yep, twelfth level. Twelfth <laughs> level feat. I'll trade my Quicksilver mutagen for it. That doesn't seem like a fair trade. <laughs> Come hey, on, it eBay. could be really useful if you want a failure save. Uh, whose turn is it? It's mine. Sam, it's your I'm turn. Are you sl- sure? I'm, no. Yes. Are you Ethel? I am Ethel. Then you may proceed. Thank you. Double slice. I was under the impression you were playing the character named Eris. Uh, that is a mistaken impression. Easy I'm, mistake. Yes. <laughs> Easy was one we've all made. Yep. I'm frightened. Okay. That is a 36 on the Warhammer and a 20 on the Scimitar. 36. What a range. Is a hit, and the 20 is a miss. Yes, I thought it, I thought it might be. Um, okay, uh, let me get some D8s here. That's going to be 20 points of damage from the Warhammer. 20 points of damage from the Warhammer, all right. I'm all right, focus. okay, all right. The damage is coming uh, slowly but slowly. <laughs> Um, and you have one more action. Yeah, for a th- we've we've talked about this in the past. We've a an attempt to grapple using athletics has the attack uh, the attack trait right that you you take yeah. the multiple attack penalty on it. You do. You know what? I'm going to try it anyway. Ethel is going to reach around. He's going to try to like reach around with the with one of his arms through, through a window, the window to just grab this guy and pin him against the side of the building. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely cool. Um, but yeah, you will take the multiple attack penalty. It's uh, against my athletics DC, I believe. I'd have to look that up to be sure. Yeah, that's what I'm remembering off the top of my head. Let's see if my homework is paid off. Nope. The athletics check against my fortitude DC. Fortitude DC. Right. Okay, good. Which makes total sense. Well, it, you don't have to even know what it is because I rolled a natural three. So uh, that's going to be a definite fail. Um, I like it, though. You're thinking outside the box. You're thinking outside the guardhouse, as they say here in, on the moon. As they say. <laughs> um, that's his turn. That's his turn. Hell of a turn. Uh, it is... Hold on Attic. a second. Uh, what was your first attack, Matthew? It was a 31 or something? Uh, it was a... Was it really high? 36, I believe. I believe that should be a crit. Why? He's flat-footed. Because he's frightened three, he must be. And flat-footed. Well, frightened doesn't lower your AC. Yes, it does. It lowers your checks and DCs. Your AC is a DC. Your AC is a DC. AC-DC. He's been thunderstruck. Oh, I didn't know the AC was a DC. Yeah. (laughs) The AC is a DC. I'm so confused. Now, it doesn't say that anywhere in the book, but it is. Uh, no, it actually is. Okay. Um, in that case, was it a 36? Or was yes, it like it was, a... It was a natural 17, and I have plus 19 to my Warhammer. All right, so you said it was 20 points of damage? 40 yeah. points of damage, Saudi actually dude! 40 points of damage. You are also knocked prone. Oh, yes. oh, no. oh that's right! Critical <laughs> effect! Welcome to Critical Effect Town. Woo! There he is, prone. Um, that really nice. sucks. <laughs> would that, that would change my third action because I certainly wouldn't try to grab him out the window if he was lying on the ground. Would you? 
All right, I mean, what do you want to do instead? That's fine. You can't uh, just be happy with the crit I fucked, now, huh, I fucked up. I mean, we literally, we Joe literally gave me a note before about how I should always demoralize on my first my first action. Um, but I was hoping to flinch, so instead I will att- attempt to demoralize this this fellow. Oh, so your flinch is an action. You'll never demoralize. You'll always hope to hit with the double slice yeah. and then flinch. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to try to demoralize him. And I'm going to uh, say, you lied to us. You liar. You you dirty liar. <laughs> what did you say did you to already me? already roll poorly and you're, you're acting it out appropriately? <laughs> Never has anyone spoken to me in such a way. All oh, my 20, years as a god. There's a 29 intimidation. You bite your tongue. I fail. What? It's a fail. 29? You don't know that? All of his DCs are lowered. They are lowered, but he's got... You said 29? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck. I just closed my document with all my shit. (laughs) I'm all thrown (laughs) off now. Uh, All right, wait. It's a 29. You said 29? Yes. That actually is a success. Yes! Yes! So add another drop to his DCs. All right, so, yeah, what is... uh, Sorry, I'm all thrown off right now. It's just frightened. Minus... It's another uh, fright. And you stack another frightened on, right? He doesn't speak English. <laughs> he doesn't speak English? What were we communicating in? Yeah, what was he saying? Play scene Sorry, common, common. Those are the only words he knew in common. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. We really he got just, lucky. Hit the target, right? <laughs> he had memorized them phonetically. He just says that. It makes it worse that we fell up. for his surprise attack. I feel dumber and dumber by the minute. All right, so wait. He was frightened three. Uh, this doesn't stack. Does frightened stack? Or no, I, you, I think you just take the high, the highest condition, which is still Ethel's frightened. Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it just kept stacking. If it's from different sources, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I think I was just reading this the other day, um, but I think it's like when you get tagged with another condition that's the same condition that you already have. They don't stack. You still just take the highest one. But if the duration is longer, uh, you take the longer duration. Okay, um, that's what I. So it was, uh, it was a waste. They don't stack. Wasted John. Damn it. Well, oh, all right. so I fucked up the other thing, but I got this right. And surprise attack, I got completely right, which is all that's really important. Um, <laughs> all that really oh, wait, matters. But, Troy, what you said is correct, though. So it's like, it's not like it replaces it. They're both there. So, like, Frightened One has a longer duration. So that will still be in. I don't think we're going to last that long in this, but yeah. So what you said is correct about duration. Thank you. I just like hearing that I'm correct. Um, well, you're welcome. Pants, what do you want to do? Since he, I knew who you were talking to. Uh, <laughs> since he's already, <laughs> since he's already, was he frightened five now? Because uh, it stacks. His DC, his AC must be so much lower. So Atticus is going to fight through his existing fear of seeing his dead companion, and he will uh, cast another round of telekinetic projectile. Because if he can, his AC is lowered. He must be able to hit here. He's prone. He's frightened. Let's dance. Time for a natural 20. Double damage. Rocket. Natural two. <laughs> Best stop. Enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> Is that a critical failure? I'm just curious. Uh, it wasn't a one. W- so. It would be a 19. Uh, no, obviously with all these penalties. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's just a miss. And then... Um, with his last action, he will move. Uh, 
uh, a little bit closer. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, I, I am ice ice cold. <laughs> I mean, ice cold in multiple games. Skid could tell you, Matthew. Oh yeah, it's oh, been yeah. even for you. It's been extraordinary. Yeah, oh, wow. I mean, you did. I, that it makes important. me realize that, like, for like a year, I've been on a, a on an average streak. Yeah, which has been I know, amazing which for you. Is is a is a white hot streak. Yeah, but it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Uh, I am then going to reduce my frightened condition by one, and I don't care what you say. Okay, uh, reduce your frightened condition by one. That's fine. It is the top of round three, and it is Suki's turn. <laughs> she has to yell because Pepsi's far away. Um, Pepsi's gonna act and attack. Come on, this uh, is Pepsi's moment. Prone ooh. on the ground next to a boa constrictor, do something terrible. That's gonna be a twenty-six. Uh, all right. So now I said that Ethel didn't take any uh, cover, um, but I think this boa constrictor uh, to try and stand up on its tail and attack through here is going to. I feel like uh, the the ghoul should have a little bit of cover from this boa constrictor. Um, so wait, because now you're outside the house. I'm outside the house. Oh, okay. Whereas I thought Ethel's you were still... standing right there at the window. But I'm still going to let you attack, and I'm just going to give him uh, a little cover. But he also has a minus three to his AC, which will effectively be a minus one. Uh, and you said your total was what? For the record, a little cover in two E is plus one. Well, that's lesser cover. That's yes, lesser cover. I just meant. Standard cover? Okay. Cover. Standard well, cover. Yeah. Okay, well, how much is standard cover? Let's, let's use the words two. we mean. How plus, about that? Yeah. Plus two. Plus two. Okay, two. I rolled... I think we all knew what I... <laughs> when you said just a little bit. I like a little bit of cover. A little, little bit of cover. A little bit. You like the cover? You like the cover? I like a little bit of cover. like a little bit of cover. The thing is... This I mean, episode I'll move, is all over the place. <laughs> I'll move Pepsi first, then. Okay, does he want to slither his ass out the window? Yeah, he's slithering his little ass out the window. Okay. And Sweet. then he's attacking. Okay, well, now, well, yeah. Oh, oh, well, okay. Yeah, sorry. I yeah, thought he was I didn't tell you. Can... I didn't tell you about the cover beforehand. Um, does Pepsi have, what kind of movement does Pepsi have? Uh, 30 feet? Yeah, 20, feet, 20 feet and climb 20 feet, he can slither through a window. Okay, because it's another 10 feet to slither. But I'm not going to, with semantics, I'm sure he can get there. All right, so then uh, there won't be cover, and you said, what was your roll, 26? 26. That is a hit. Okay. Under the current circumstances. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Ooh, nice. Nine points of damage. Piercing damage. Nine points of David Hyde piercing damage. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, not coming back for the Fraser reunion. Cutting Von Ma. He isn't. <laughs> no, he's not at Niles. Well, isn't Fraser going back to Boston or something? Isn't that like the premise? There. Oh, is he? Yeah, come that's cool. Uh, so it's wait, are they remaking Cheers or Fraser? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a postquel. A postquel. Postquel. Let's go back to Boston. It's a um, double spinoff. It's a spin back. back. Cheers. Spin back. Are you done your turn, Sydney? No. Okay, then sorry. Suki pulls out from her pocket a small bean. Oh. And you might be thinking, what's that? A small bean? That is literally exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Suki, as if she heard you asking this in your mind, goes, yes. And then she crunches it and it turns into a fucking whip. And that's her. Oh, I hit my mic. I was so bean excited. Bean whip? A bean, bean whip. whip. <laughs> a bean whip. 
ghost ride the bean whip? <laughs> yeah, you haven't lived unless you ghost ride the bean whip. She says, bean whip. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> so he brought the bean whip. Now it's a party. <laughs> Seven layer bean whip. <laughs> Come get your scoops. It's a seven-layer bean whip. Uh, It's her verdant weapon, which I haven't used yet, uh, which she concentrated on, and she made her verdant weapon, so from uh, a second, she can just turn it into a weapon in her hand. Uh, And she's going to attack with her cool new whip. Cool I thought whip? you were gonna. <laughs> Man. I thought it was a bean whip. I thought you were gonna plant the bean and do something cool, and it made me think of uh, my my boys were outside today, and uh, my uh, my my youngest boy uh, Dash grabbed a little pom pom and put it on the ground, and Archer comes over and says, "Dash, you planted an imagination tree." <laughs> I was like, "That's really deep." He's so like, cute. You planted That's an imagination. <laughs> tree. Like, that's such a deep way of saying wow. that. Um, that's adorable. But you're, adorable. you're turning yours into a whip. <laughs> uh, that's a 25 to hit. I'm not that good with the whip. 25. You know what? With all his conditions, that would be a hit if you got a 26. Cool. <laughs> well said, Drew. Well delivered. Oh, I'm yeah. using my guidance. I hate this game. I hate this game and the way you play it. Thank you, Alga. Thank you, Atticus. Why are you shaking your head, Joe? It's good. It's great. It's great. (laughs) All right, there's a hit with the bean whip. Uh, The bean whip was a hit. Would you say you flipped the bean whip? Was a big hit. Yes. No. It was the big big hit. Super Bowl party ever. You can't say flicking a bean. Damn, this is like. My bean whip sucks. I gotta put some runes in this. She always brings that uh, horrible bean dish. <laughs> bean whip. She's always uh, flicking her bean. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with my bean whip. I'm flicking the bean. Come on, keep it's Suki. trying. Keep What's Suki? going on with this? <laughs> you look over. Doing over there. Well, the fight. You're flicking your bean whip. Yes, her hand up her dress. Suki is again soaking wet. Sopping wet. She wasn't in any water. How's that? How's that possible? She's flicking her bean whip. What the hell is oh going my on? God. <laughs> what happened? happened tonight? We're what planting happened? imagination trees. <laughs> it was so pure, and now it's just so vile. So dirty. The saddest part is, I thought this whip had way more damage. I have to put some runes into it or something because that's that's a measly five points of uh, slashy damage. Oh, Took forty five minutes. It's really not. Cool. Uh, oh, this isn't a cool whip at all. <laughs> it's not a cool whip at all. All right, so you you flick your bean whip at him for five points of damage. Are, are you done? I'm gonna I'm gonna attack again. No, you're not. You have to be out of action. You cannot have another action. That's not physically possible. You commanded. I attacked. You interacted. To then you flicked. You took out your bean. Oh my god! You're no, gonna no, no. count. You, it's an interact action to make the bean turn into a weapon. I don't know if it is. Uh, Hold on. You can I spend a single interact action to cause it to immediately grow into Damn that it. weapon. I thought it was. I thought it was a free. Uh, all right. Well, it's this like, weapon's it's, so less cool than I thought. Also, it was. I think it's probably a uh, manipulate to even pull out the bean. I was gonna say that, but then I'd be like, you know, I keep my bean Joe's on me. I we keep my bean on me. You keep your in bean ways. in hand at all times. It's on a little ring on my finger. <laughs> Genius <laughs> ring bean. You know, I read this the other day. If you're getting something out of your backpack 
It's like an action to take off your backpack. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then you need two two hands, I think, another action to pull it out. Yeah. Um, Were you reading wait. this about your real life or Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah, there was a novel I was reading. <laughs> I just thought I'd discuss it here amongst my friends. My turn is over. <laughs> oh, wow. Aldo, I rest my case. Aldo, you just saw a scene to the south. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> a lot just happened in this last a lot going. We live goal. in a different yeah. world after that round. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, I want to do. I can't. God, I mean, we. I, I, I should have done this a lot earlier, but I want to do a knowledge check. Did we? Did we ever do a knowledge check on this guy? I just assumed that he was a ghoul, like the other ghouls that we faced, and so I didn't. I, I also ne- never felt like I had that extra action, but yeah. Yeah, I just like I, one of my best bombs is my blight bomb, but they have to be vulnerable. They have to they have to be able to suffer poison damage, which I assume this guy isn't, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you, we haven't done a recall of knowledge. Um, you could do religion here. Um, it would be a diff- more difficult check with a cult. But yeah. I would allow a cult. I actually, I wouldn't say that. I would, I would allow a cult here, and I'll tell you why if you hit it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try okay. for the occult. That was a pretty good roll. Uh, that's a 35. The, right, the reason I'm gonna allow it is it is not just a ghoul. It is a langul. Um, and so you would know that from your occult studies. And uh, they are indeed immune to poison. Okay. Well, that's out of the way. So Aldo is once again going to throw a bottle of lightning uh, at his ACDC. And uh, I'm crushing it. I'm crushing it tonight for some reason. You've stolen uh, it from Atticus. That's a, I, I did. <laughs> I've, I've siphoned... Shadow siphoned off of your, Shadow your luck. siphoned by luck. Uh, 35 to hit. Yeah, that's that's a hit. and uh, Oh, so close to Almost a crit. a crit, yeah, with all these penalties. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, uh, that is 11 points of electricity damage. He's flat-footed. And I am now going to throw an acid flask at the fellow. Okay, and obviously uh, if he's not taking reactions here against Aldo's ranged attacks, you probably feel pretty confident he's not holding on to any AOOs. <laughs> Natural 20. Yeah. Oh, Natural just can't stop. 32. Wow. Just can't stop. <laughs> there, so, right, so that is a, a named for, crit. And, and yeah. is this a ranged John or a magical... We've been using ranged in the past. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, okay, this one is from uh, I'm Feng Li in Ann Arbor, Michigan. In Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm. Um, love Ann Arbor. Love Ann Arbor. I'm to do a Feng Li from Ann Arbor, Michigan comes in with, that's not how arrows work. Your target in an unexpected display of... That's not how bombs work. I'm so sorry. I'm so it's sorry. It's a fumble, wasn't it? It was. Ah. I'm so sorry. God damn. Pee pants. <laughs> so many fumbles. I'm, I'm sorry, today. I'm Fingley. It'll come back. It'll come back around one day. Uh, don't worry, Atticus will fumble enough for all of us to get you that, <laughs> that crit. Uh, sh- this one from John in Chicago, Illinois. Nearby. Nearby. Hey, John. Uh, Shades of Gormley Call. 
As you eye your target up and down looking for the perfect shot, your face takes on an evil glint reminiscent of a certain wild-haired witch. A shiver runs down the target's spine. Double damage, and you effectively inflict evil eye. Amazing. Oh, cool. Target takes a minus two to one of the following. AC, ability checks, attack rolls, saving throws, or skill checks. uh, And then make a will save. Oh, for the length of the effect. Okay, so Uh, so let's go the double damage first on the acid, John. Okay, so that off the bat, that is 10 points of acid damage. Okay. And then the persistent damage will also be doubled. Oh, Oh, that's right. On a crit, right, okay. Amazing. Awesome. Okay, and Uh, then... And then a will save, which would be crazy high. So let's see if you can roll a natural 20. Um, Actually, see. it's not crazy high. Was it 32, Skid? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I rolled a 29. Okay. Yeah. So that is a failure. The effect lasts 1d4 plus one rounds. So evil eye. So, Skid, you pick. Minus one to what? Uh, AC. Okay. AC, minus one AC, to AC. Minus two, sorry. Minus two to AC. Okay. Yeah. So right now he is uh, an effective... Is he? Well, is he still frightened three? And flat-footed, and those stacks, so he has a yeah, minus five. I think five he's frightened, days. too, I think. Yeah, yeah he's, he's frightened, I think too. he's frightened, too, and he is flat-footed again. Right, he's flat-footed, so he has an effective minus uh, six, four to his AC. Frightened, two, uh, flat-footed, two, and then... And then two for evil eye. Two for evil eye, so he has a minus six to his AC. Good Lord. Uh, they have evil eye in 2E? You know, call it. I don't think they do. Um, yeah, hex is... Oh. Have you ever used a hex there? Uh, Eris? Eris? Yeah, oh, um, oh, yeah, my focus spells are hexes. Oh, so you only get, what, three focus points a day? Do you even um, have three in your pool? I have three focus points in my pool, three spells, one cantrip. Uh, evil Eye is a witch cantrip, and it just it just makes the target frightened based on will saves. Interesting. Yeah. Took the uh, sting out of that one. All right, well, it is... Um, it is my little ghoul's turn here, and he's prone, and the first thing he's going to do is try and... St- uh, actually, you know what he he does? This is what he does. is He uh, he reaches into his, uh, uh, like, uh, a little scroll case sitting on his belt. You see other scroll cases where the tops have been popped off, and he goes to pull out a scroll, and I believe that uh, uh, interact action will provoke... Manipulate from, action. Manipulate, excuse me, will provoke from Ethel. Get him. Okay. Before he can cast the scroll, dude. <laughs> you see him just like <laughs> laying on the ground, <laughs> fumbling um, at the scroll case. I'm doing it with the scimitar, but I think uh, you should give me some cover. I should take some cover because I'm swinging down through the window. He's on the ground. Fair. Same as I would have done for Pepsi. Come on. Natural 18. I want the natural 20 oh, so bad. Man, what man. It still might be a crit. It's a 36. It probably still is a crit. Uh, it is with a crit. all of the oh, penalties. Yeah, and he's prone. Yeah, that is a crit. Okay. Uh, let me just check. The one thing I didn't think about is the force. Okay, you'll get this scroll if he doesn't cast it, too. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So attacks of opportunity are not subject to the forceful trait, I'm assuming. Right, Joe? Um, I'm not sure what that. No, I don't know. Why wouldn't Versus, they be? You, it's it, the text of it says um, this weapon becomes more dangerous as you build momentum when you attack with it more than once on your turn. There we go. So no, it's thank awesome. you. There you go. Okay, so this is going to be crit uh, twenty-two points of damage. Nice. 
22 points of damage, and he is dead. Was so huge, I thought. Leans out the window and just like. And we get a scroll. Brings the the scimitar down and just doesn't chop off his head. He just, you know, digs it into his head. Uh, Chops off his hand that's holding the scroll. (laughs) And the scroll falls limply to the ground with perhaps other things on his body as you stand in front of a portcullis that is down and no other way into this building that you can see. And we'll see you next week. Oh, man. (laughs) And no way to heal the massive amounts of (laughs) damage. Yeah, I'm not looking good. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody. Good night. Eat your beans. Eat your beans. Eat your beans. Eat your beans, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.